Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, Quill Lake's farmland flooding costs over a quarter of a billion dollars, according to a new report. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. 20 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers. Risk of a thunderstorm. Wind northwest 30, gusting to 50. The high 17 today, the low plus 4. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, 30%. Chance of showers late in the afternoon. Wind northwest 30, the high 16, the low 6. For Thursday, cloudy, 60%. Chance of showers and a high of 14, the low plus 3. Finally, it starts to turn a little drier Friday in the outlook. Friday, partly cloudy, the high 12, the low 4. Saturday, increasing cloudiness, the high 6, 60%. Chance of evening flurries with a low of 1. Sunday, cloudy, 60%. Chance of flurries or rain showers, the high 5, the low plus 1. Monday, cloudy, 60%. Chance of flurries or rain showers, the high plus 4. Normal low is 16 for this date. The normal high is plus 1. The sun rose at 647 this morning. It sets at 654 tonight. And around the province, we have the hot spot in Valmarie in the southwest corner, at 17 degrees, the cold spot up north, Key Lake and Collins Bay, both 6. Estevan is 16, Saskatoon 15, Swift Current 10, Weyburn 16, Yorkton 15. Regina is cloudy and 15, that's 59 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the northwest at 33, gusting to 47. Humidity 61%, the barometer rising 100.7. Cloudy and Moose Jaw 15 degrees, winds are from the northwest at 37. Once again, Regina, cloudy and 15, that's 59 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best, online at mcdougallauction.com. And brought to you by Edge Microactive, the new weapon against weed resistance. Visit gowancanada.com for more information. Farmers in the Quill Lakes area of central Saskatchewan have released an economic study showing flooding in the area has cost over a quarter of a billion dollars. The farmers say the local flooding crisis is far from over. The executive director of the Quill Lakes Watershed Association, Rita Marsanowski, says flooding has taken 92,000 acres of farmland out of production. She says the cost is over a quarter of a billion dollars in market value for lost crop, livestock production and land. She released an economic impact study from Dr. James Warren of the University of Regina. The economic impact study provides an overview of lost crop and livestock production, the market value of farmland and flooded buildings, as well as impact to local and provincial governments. And what's in the study? 
the cumulative value of crop and livestock production lost due to flooding over the 2012 through 2018 period is estimated at $74 million. The market value of farmland and flooded buildings is over $100 million. In regards to loss from local government, this question is difficult to answer due to a lack of information. But based on early reports completed on behalf of the Water Security Agency, the cost of repair and upgrading of municipal roads, highways, and one rail line is $79 million. So the overall estimated impact? The total impact would be over $253 million. What's the plan going ahead? How do you hope to resolve this? Our association would like to develop a project to reduce water levels within the Quill Lakes and surrounding area. We would complete a hydraulic modeling study of the Quill Lakes and the Cuttawagan drainage system. The results of the study will allow for the development of a long-term management plan. Costs for this study will exceed $100,000. After the hydraulic modeling study has been completed, an environmental impact study will be required. The impact assessment will ensure no water bodies downstream will be negatively affected. And the study will cost over a million dollars. So you're asking for some government help? Government assistance would be appreciated. So Rita, you're hoping to have a meeting soon then with the Saskatchewan government? We would like to have a meeting soon. We had meetings scheduled with the Ministry of Environment this summer, but unfortunately they were cancelled by the Minister's office. Since the recent cabinet shuffle, our association has continually requested an opportunity to meet with Minister Duncan and Minister Ottenbright, but a meeting has yet to be arranged. Another way we're trying to coordinate a meeting with the provincial government is with an assistance from the Institute of Environmental Change and Society. Our association is hoping to arrange a roundtable event that will include all stakeholders, including members of the provincial government. Rita Marcinowski is the executive director of the Quill Lakes Watershed Association. The Saskatchewan Water Security Agency says farmland flooding in the Quill Lakes area is one of the most complex issues in the country. Water Security Agency spokesman Patrick Boyle says his agency is open to discussing the issue further with the local watershed association. It's a real difficult situation and, and certainly we understand um, and, and sympathize with, with all the producers in the area. And um, The high water levels have, have flooded a lot of that infrastructure and, and inundated farmland. And uh, It's a very difficult thing to, to deal with when, when you have some of that natural event occurring like that. Um, you know, the, uh, uh, I guess would say is a a little bit of a bright spot so far this year is that we have seen the lakes declining over the last couple years here so uh, they've declined and they were at an elevation of about 520.29 meters on September 17th uh, of this year and that's about 1.18 meters below the spill point so uh, we did see some some losses and not significant evaporation losses this year but in 2017 and 18 there were significant evaporation and and, uh, this year looks like based on where we're at this fall it'll be at the lowest level since 2014 so you know that it's good news in one way but still doesn't uh, address the the whole issue itself but uh, it's it's one of the most complex water management situations in the country right now 
The Watershed Association has asked for a meeting with government and funding help for a study to reduce the water levels. Your reaction? I certainly we're definitely open and to any any meetings and 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 we have met with the Quillex Watershed Association a number of times and 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 tried to work with them as as they look at uh, mitigation options and we know they've uh, completed some re- recent proposals and then they're looking at options and and certainly water security we're going to work alongside them as, as they do that and and work through the process if uh, if there's a path forward so any one of all those options that they determine they want to go forward with. Uh, certainly we'll be there to to guide them through the the regulatory process to to move that along. Patrick Boyle is with the Saskatchewan Water Security Agency. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And by the Remax Crown Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Overnight rain in parts of the Saskatchewan Grain Belt, including Regina, will put a short damper on harvest operations. Davidson area farmer Rob Stone says he hopes to be back in the field later today. It'll be a delayed start today. I think we got lucky by the looks of the radar. We kind of got the edge of a little blob that came by. Looks like to the east got more. We'll be doing lots of servicing and getting everything ready for the next push here, hopefully, but uh, hopefully get back going this afternoon. Looks like we've got some good winds in the forecast, and that uh, helps dry things up pretty quickly. Stone has made good harvest progress this past week. It's been a great run for us the last week. We've been uh, been making some progress, which is a good feeling. Almost done the lentils, which uh, I don't like combining lentils in, in September, uh, let alone October, so hopefully we can get those finished up in the next couple of days. Been taken off lots of tough wheat and those sorts of things and is not ideal but we're definitely getting ahead. Stone says combining is nearing halfway. Our personal spot we're at 40 percent if I do some fortunate rounding. Uh, lots of guys I've talked to are probably in that 30 to 50 percent I would think um, in this area. Star- Stone says harvest is quite late. This would be one of the most unusually late harvests I can ever remember. Even in ones where we had trouble, we it seemed like we had a good proportion of our of our harvest done up by the end of September and just kind of waiting on the last thousand or two thousand acres kind of thing. This year, just the number of people that are below the half is is unusual. Stone says quality has been affected by the rain. Yeah, the the cereals are. Uh, are, have been impacted. Certainly the malt barley was the first one to go in the earlier rains for guys. We didn't have any barley in this year, luckily. Um, we're all spring wheat this year. Spring wheat, it's lost some color. There's some sprouts in it, but there's some that's still coming in as a two or a three. There's some feed. It just really depends if it was swathed and what stage it was and how long it was wet, those sorts of things. And the Durham is kind of uh, taken a pretty bad knock on the chin there for sprouts and color and everything else so the the Durham guys are having some trouble with it. He says the crop is being combined in damp condition. We have the record of not having harvested a bushel of dry grain yet. Some's been close you know kind of 15 moisture maybe 15.5 on wheat and the lentils maybe 13.5 but we haven't taken anything off that is legally dry yet. Stone describes the yields. Yeah, it's just, it, you know it's the same old story every fall is that we're always worried about yield and it seems like the yield on the cereals is coming in fairly reasonably. Lentils are disappointing. I think we kind of expected that just from the 
from the type of summer we had, uh, the lentils just got disease and, you know, they had some, some issues when they were almost ready to harvest as far as a lot of shelling and those sorts of things. So, but cereal-wise, it's going to be a good story. I don't have any canola yields to report as of yet. Kind of hoping they follow the trend with the, with the cereal yields because canola quality probably won't be as much of an issue, although there's a lot of green stuff out there right now that if we do get a frost, there's going to be some issues with green seed count and probably some yield reduction due to some frost in some of it. And Stone admits or points out frost is in the forecast. I'd say we've kind of hit the end of our run, yeah. And we can be thankful for the weather in some respects because if we had a typically early to uh, average frost, I think we would have seen some significant uh, reductions in canola yield and quality. Even in the cereals where there's some second crop stuff, it's actually starting to come in quite well for most people. So we can be fortunate that we've had a delayed frost. If there's one nice thing to say about the weather and the rest of it, I'd certainly like to not see that kind of weather again. Rob Stone says farmers face a grind for fall harvest. He needs about two weeks of warm, dry weather to wrap up combining. He farms near Davidson, about 145 kilometers northwest of Regina. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall as Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Hickseed in Moss Bank. If you need the need for feed, call Hickseed. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola rose 50 cents at $407.16. Oats went down 5.54 at 173.10. Number one red spring wheat rose 297 at 21728. The rest were unchanged. Durham 24869. Feed barley 14147. Flax 48593. Yellow peas 21454. Feed wheat 14779. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, December wheat is up seven and three quarter cents at 545 a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of September 24th. It was Weyburn's turn for a regular sale last week. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.76 cents to $0.86. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.66 cents to $0.75. Cents. Good butcher bulls sold from a dollar to a dollar fifteen. We had a pre-sorted yearling sale here last week. Six hundred to six fifty pound steers averaged a dollar sixty-three and sold up to a dollar seventy-seven. Six fifty to seven hundred pound steers averaged a dollar seventy-four and sold up to a dollar ninety. Seven hundred to eight hundred pound steers averaged a dollar seventy-five and sold up to a dollar ninety-two. 800 to 900 pound steers averaged $1.82 and sold up to $1.92. And steers over 900 pounds averaged $1.65 and sold up to $1.82. Heifers were about 10 to 15 cents back from the steers. This has been Stephanie Dagg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 8,000 hogs Monday, selling a range of 107 to 140 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,800 head, selling a range of 109 to 136 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is mixed, and forward contract prices are trading higher this morning. On Monday, the Canadian dollar is up four basis points, with the daily exchange at 1.3270. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75.50 cents U.S. 
U.S. cash markets are mixed on the second day of the marketing week, with Iowa, Southern Minnesota, and Western Corn Belt regions showing some support, approximately 75 cents U.S. 100 weight over the previous session, while the national region continues its seasonal trend down, coming in $1.45 lower than the previous day. Cash markets, despite coming under pressure from large kills, heavier animals, and subsequently more pork, are also approaching the time of year when some support could re-enter the market, as retailers place orders ahead of the holiday season, and some export markets come back, such as South Korea, that typically buys when prices are low in the fall. Lean hog futures are higher this morning on news making the rounds, suggesting August pork imports into China are up 76% from year ago. Considering the African swine fever situation, the import news is unsurprising, but U.S. exporters have yet to fully benefit from the China pork shortage. The outlook today, partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers, risk of a thunderstorm, wind northwest 30, gusting to 50, the high 17, the low 4. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers, late in the afternoon, wind northwest 30, the high 16, the low 6. In Regina right now, cloudy and 15, that's 59 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.